bringing you the truth behind the news. Welcome to The New American. Welcome, everyone. I'm Paul Dragu. We're glad you can join us. Here at The New American, we take the most important news stories, we lose the propaganda, and bring you the truth. And that makes us one of the most censored and attacked publications in America. So if you enjoy the show, please share these episodes with others. Now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott is calling Biden a lawless president, and he's invoked the U.S. Constitution to support his state's defiance of a Supreme Court ruling that came down this week. Also, an Englishman who plays piano in public had a run-in with what appears to be Chinese communist plants looking to stir up trouble. And in a few minutes, former Arizona legislator Liz Harris will be joining us to offer perspective on a leaked recording of Carrie Lake being bribed to drop out of politics. But first, let's take a closer look at that call. On Tuesday, Arizona U.S. Senate candidate Carrie Lake released an audio recording of what sounds like her being bribed to drop out of politics. In the recording, Arizona Republican Party Chair Jeff DeWitt seems to be passing on a bribe from people back east who suggest, through DeWitt, that she can be installed in a lucrative financial position so long as she takes a step back from politics. The recording was made in March 2023. The day after the recording was released, DeWitt resigned. Nevertheless, he said the audio was, quote, selectively edited. He also said the call was not a bribe, but a conversation about hiring Lake at his personal company. He said she was already an employee when the recording was made. DeWitt also said he resigned because he was threatened by members of Lake's team that more recordings would be released if he didn't step down. He said, quote, I received an ultimatum from Lake's team. Resign today or face the release of a new, more damaging recording. I am truly unsure of its contents, but considering our numerous past open conversations as friends, I have decided not to take the risk. Lake's campaign has denied the allegations. Her senior advisor said no one from the Kerry Lake campaign threatened or blackmailed DeWitt. It is unfortunate that DeWitt hasn't recognized how unethical his behavior was and still hasn't apologized to Arizona Republicans. We're now going to play a few minutes of this bombshell recording. They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But, Just you know? but if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? They want you to stay out for two years. <laughs> but, let me tell you what I can offer you. But, um, I said, you can do whatever you want. It's talking head, this and that. So, the, the ask of me was, it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was, this is, has to see is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her to keep her out? And I said, well, what are you willing to do? Whatever we need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. I love Trump. It's not good for our country, Jeff. It's not, but at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can win again. I don't know that he can win. I think what it really comes down to for a lot of people, it's not only about like control or agenda, it's just about the ability to raise money to win. You know? If you really want to know, all of politics, politics boils down to money, I think. Mm -hmm. And even on their end, like what makes them the most money? 
I know. These, all these consultants don't want their, their payday to end. And I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. You don't go away. But you pause. This is the battles right now, Jeff. No, the battle is right now. The battle is right now, and um, we don't have time to, to pause on this battlefield. Where are we in two years if they steal the election again? Listen to what you're saying. Why don't we do something about it what? so that we the people can pick our... What can we do? I'm, I'm not going to let these people back in D.C. tell me not to run. I'm not going to pause for two years. The battle is now. I'm offended by whoever these people are, that they're trying to Why? buy me you out be, of. Well, you should be honored. But I'm offended that there's people back there who just don't get about our country. Do you understand that? You should be honored. That, that <laughs> means they know how powerful you are. Well, I can tell them if that. If you were powerful, they wouldn't, they wouldn't want to have this conversation. Just to say, is there a number at which? I can be bought. <laughs> what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. Mm -mm. No. 10 million, 20 million, 30, no, no, no. A billion, no. I am not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. It's just, it's very powerful people that are willing to, they really want someone different. They want new names, whatever it is. You know what it is? The people don't get to choose their elected officials unless they're pre-approved by the swamp. And the swamp doesn't pre-approve of me. You need a strong party to help. I think you, you should go public with this and then no. say, "Hey, no, 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 no. These people don't want to. They don't want. They're." And then I turn my key in my car and I just. <laughs> I Joining me to discuss today's stories is executive senior editor of the New American Magazine, Steve Bonta. Steve, we're going to have Liz Harris join us later, but um, we got a few minutes here to 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 talk about this uh, recording, the thing that I picked up on last was that last portion there where he's like, you know, if I go back and tell these people, you know, whatever it is you want me to tell them, I'll turn the car, the ignition key in here, kaboom. I was like, I, I can't tell if he's serious and we obviously don't know, but what is your take on this, well, the recording? Yeah, I mean, first of all, Clearly, there's been some editing done. There's a cut between the, that last section is clearly outside we as he's about to get into the it, car. Yeah. Well, sure. So it's it's not all in one place. Yeah. And uh, but but it's clearly the same two people clearly here in this. That's easily verified. It's also clear what the gist of the conversation is about. Yeah. You know, there are no discontinuities or anything that would suggest that she actually twisted his words or as he is accusing her of doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's very clear what he's saying. In, 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 an, in a nice, swampy kind of way, there are a lot of people who don't want you to run right now. They want you to put it off for a couple of years and think about it, and they're going to make it worth your while. Name your price yeah. in effect. All right? So that is now, now, technically, whether that rises to the level of bribery, I'm not sure that it does, since bribery legally usually means to offer money to someone who is actually in an elected position or has some other legal standing whereby they can affect the result of something. So bribing the CEO of a company or something yeah. like that, right? And, of course, she's technically not an elected official at this point. But it falls within the... So, but it is bribery on, like, just... In the general sense of the, the word that most sense. people understand, yes. Whether yeah. whether it's actionable in the legal sense, I'm not sure. But uh, but that, that that is beside the point. What we have here is a very rare uh, publicization of what goes on routinely behind the scenes with the establishment. And believe me, 
this is comparatively squeaky clean compared to some of the sordid stuff that goes on. I mean, this, this, is, this is the carrot. Yeah. The stick side is, you know, the honey trap. They get you compromised with a woman or something. They take pictures. Then they show them to you and say, if you don't go along with us, run for office or not, or support this bill or not, we're going to show these uh, to your wife and family. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. That goes on as well. All of this kind of disgusting behavior is par for the course. It's the general MO of the swamp and the deep state. And unfortunately, probably the majority of the American public is blissfully unaware that this goes on. We assume that corruption and venality on that level and to that degree is characteristic of, you know, third world dictatorships, banana republics, communist regimes, but certainly not here. Around here, it's mostly above board. And the reality is this is the rule, not the exception. Well, and like Lake said, the people don't get to choose a representative unless it's approved by the swamp. I think that says it all. Now, going back to what you're saying about DeWitt, I read his entire statement. It's two pages. Uh, he he offered it. He sent it out before I guess he resigned or whatever. But he is saying one that it's selectively edited. But at the same time, he's clearly saying that I need to get out of here before she releases more of this. That's clearly so. He's clearly oh, sure. scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you can see that. I was just one other point. A couple of years ago, Princeton University released a study, a celebrated study at the time, that indicated that contrary to popular perceptions. About 2%, the, the, the elite and the richest people, determine who gets elected, what policies get, ena- get enacted, and the majority have little to do with it in our, in our system of, of, of pelf privilege. Yeah. So this is, this is the reality, folks. I hope we can change it. Obviously, Carrie Lake is committed to doing so. Yes, yes. It, she's clearly a threat, and we're glad to hear that, and hopefully this helps in changing it, like you said. After this, former Arizona legislator Liz Harris is joining us to provide more context on this story. In 1988, the John Birch Society produced a documentary so predictive, it's as though they had a time machine. Out of Control, Immigration Invasion was produced and hosted by investigative reporter William F. Jasper and looks at the growing problem of unrestricted illegal immigration that, in 1988, already saw upwards of 10 to 20 million illegal aliens within the borders of the U.S. Unknown agents from around the world using the southern border as easy entry. Certainly, some are innocent families escaping hardship, but also certainly some are criminals, potentially terrorists. Is it not appropriate that there be some criteria for the entry of any sovereign nation? Why should the U.S. be different than Canada, Germany, Russia, Japan, or every other country on the planet? Out of control. Immigration invasion. Watch this time capsule of prescient wisdom at thenewamerican.com slash outofcontrol. Welcome back, folks. So Liz Harris was a member of the Arizona House of Representatives from January 9th to April 2023. She represented District 13. She knows a thing or two about Arizona politics, and she's joining us to discuss the audio recording leaked by Carrie Lake. Welcome, Liz. Hi. (laughs) Great to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. So uh, in the last segment, we played uh, about three to four minutes of the segment, and then, of course, uh, we have two, I wouldn't call them necessarily competing uh, narratives about what's happening. Obviously, Carrie Lake is trying to show how corrupt the machine is. And on the other side, you have DeWitt, who's saying it was selectively edited. He's kind of denying it, but he's not doing a very good job, at least from my perspective. What is your take on it? You know a thing or two about Arizona politics. What is your take on this leaked audio? So my take on this is that this is politics, and it's not the pretty side of politics. 
So here in Arizona, we have an overwhelming popular candidate, Carrie Lake, and literally she was offered, she was offered or she was asked, what will it take for you to leave politics? I mean, that's the bottom line. Uh, nobody edited those words. Nobody selectively used artificial intelligence to make that up. That's literally what that conversation was about. Carrie Lake, you're popular. What will it take for you to leave? And Carrie Lake's response, I was very proud of. There is no dollar figure. Our country's in trouble and I'm not going anywhere. And I, I can tell you that people like that, I would have said the same exact thing. Those are the people that we want to be our elected representatives. It's that simple. We don't want people who will basically profit in one way or another, you know, to do what uh, what I call the global cabal is asking them to do. Yeah. It's that simple. Well, you say this is politics, so it sounds like you're not surprised, and it almost sounds like that uh, this has been happening for a while, and it, maybe everyone kind of knows about it. It's one of those open secrets. Is that the case? Um, I think it was. Back in 2022, I was asked to um, change my race to another race, and I, I was like, nah, I'm kind of set where I am, and and they said they would would assist me with signatures, and there'd be, you know, you're not supposed to tell candidates what the independent expenditures were. But I'm like, they were like, don't worry, they'll be close to, you know, $400,000 to support your campaign behind the scenes if you make this move. And then I said, I'll think about it. The next day, I was called and told, forget that we ever called you. If you do what we asked you to do the day prior, there will be a million plus dollars spent against you to destroy you. So this entire um, Carrie Lake, Jeff DeWitt thing does not surprise me at all. It is disgusting that this happens, but it's not a surprise to me. And, and so now that he's stepped down and, you know, there seems to be a little more exposure on this than there was before. Do you uh, have you noticed um, any indications that changes might be coming? Any shame on the part of the Arizona GOP? I'm not sure about shame on the Arizona GOP that people aren't already aware of. So the people in Arizona, we know who we voted for, both in 2020, there was an overwhelming um, amount of people here in the state of Arizona for President Trump. Somehow, the, the machines, the mail-in ballots, et cetera, they told us he lost by 10,457 votes. In 2022, we said we're going to overwhelm the system and we're all going to get out to vote for Carrie Lake on Election Day in person. And what did they do to us? They took down 60 to 70 percent of the machines. Why is the Republican Party or the AZGOP not recognizing that we have problems with election methodology here in the state of Arizona. You want to know why people aren't giving money to the RNC and the AZGOP? Because the current the current status quo is not resonating with people anymore. They want voting methodology to change. They want all of these things that the Arizona Republican Party can make statements on. They want those statements made. So instead, you have a large group of grassroots people, and these people have um, basically been um, helping with um, the 
the Republican Party at the Maricopa County level, and they've been articulating, this is what we want from our elected legislators. This is what we want from the AZGOP. This is what we want from the RNC. And there are a lot of people not listening to the people. This all comes back to the people. We are a representative government. You still have to listen to the people. Yeah. Well, and that seemed to have been one of the points that Carrie Lake made in this video is that unless the swamp, as she said, approves, the people don't get to choose. Uh, you had kind of started touching on this election integrity frustration among Arizonans, as I'm sure is the case among many others. What, are there, are we going to be ready? Are Arizona, is Arizona going to be ready for the 2024 election? Or are we pretty much in the same situation we were in 2022 and 2020? We're really in the same situation. The legislators come up with this, pardon me, but this very lame election reform. They come up with these bills um, or let's put it to ballot. Let's get these laws corrected uh, by putting it to the ballot. Well, the ballot is already a flawed system the way we yeah. do it here in Arizona. We have 80% of the people voting by mail-in ballot. We are flooding the system. We're flooding the state of Arizona with mail-in ballots going to people that shouldn't be getting them, that don't exist. And then people who actually should be getting ballots. It's like, how come my ballot didn't arrive? So we we have we have a systematic problem and it's not just the state of Arizona it's countrywide and i'm glad that people like uh, Carrie Lake who is running for US Senate right now she is stepping up and acknowledging the problems so if the system is still um should we call it rigged if that's still the case is there anything that the Arizonans can do i know that some, uh, last i think last election there's some folks they you know they camped out at the voting precincts. And uh, I think Charlie Kirk has what he's called like ballot chasers in all 50 states. And so it seems like no matter what, there are some efforts. Is there any indication of that happening in Arizona by the people? Yeah, so the people, now ballot chasing, I'm not in complete support of because a lot of it is get your ballot in early, um, you know, and, and that just enables the cheat for the perpetrators to know what's coming in earlier. So what I am a proponent of, and for the people throughout the country, vote in person on election day. And if they retry something like they did with taking machines or printers down, have your mail-in ballot as a backup mm. to drop off at the polling location. But voting in person, what that does on election day, if we show up in numbers, we are overwhelming the system and that's what we have to do overwhelm the system okay so do you think it's going to be effective are we going to see arizona go for trump in 2024 is lake going to finally win um trump should win the state of arizona and, and carrie lake should win the state of arizona it but yeah. we're, we are going to have to get Everyone who supports those candidates, in my humble opinion, if we want to see effective change in the state of Arizona and throughout the United States, you got to get out and vote on Election Day, preferably. Do you think there's any part on the uh, do you think there's any uh, is this maybe an attempt by Carrie Lake to kind of rile people up in, in, in Arizona? Because this kind of thing seems like the kind of thing that will rile folks up that uh, wake them up and, and maybe even prompt them to action. Hopefully it will wake up people. But there was a movement to remove Jeff DeWitt 
prior to this leaked audio. So I want to make that clear because right now mm. the establishment players are saying, oh, this was a coup to get rid of Jeff so we could get in Jim O'Connor. That's not accurate. There has been a movement for many, many months to um, remove Jeff DeWitt. And one of the reasons Jeff DeWitt is not standing for election reform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, uh, so you helpful. The next guy, we have a few seconds left. Whoever's coming in, are we, are Arizona's more helpful that he'll move toward election integrity? Oh, who? Jeff DeWitt? No, no. Whoever, whoever's the next. Oh, Arizona. The new, the new you, chair. Yes. Yes. And that's why, that's why we've selected Jim O'Connor. He recognizes the issue. He's part of the Arizona corporate commission. He does not have to step down from the Arizona corporate commission. Go Jim, go. Thank you, Liz. And next up, Texas is done taking orders from the lawless Biden administration. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The Declaration of Independence proclaims God-given rights, and we intend to protect them. Working with people like you, for over 50 years, preserving freedom and building a better tomorrow, safeguarding the Constitution by limiting government power. We are restoring liberties, educating voters, and leading the freedom movement. Join with us. United, we will defend our rights. We are all Americans. We are the John Birch Society. The New American has just released our latest bookazine, a collection of articles on self-reliance. It's called Self-Reliance, Foundation of Freedom. Without individual responsibility and without the ability to take care of ourselves without government help, we cannot be free. In this polished collector's edition, we have articles on a number of important topics, including the self-sufficiency of the founders, preparing for a worst case scenario, firearm self-reliance, building a wood shack, and the importance of community, among many other topics. Now, the authors of the articles are experts in their fields. We encourage you to get a copy. You can order your copy at thenewamerican.com forward slash shop, or you can call our office at 800-727-8783. However you do it, make sure you get your copy of Self-Reliance, The Foundation of Freedom. By the way, it does not matter who's sitting in the speaker's seat or Who's got the majority? We keep doing the same stupid stuff. Now, my colleagues on the other side of the aisle have no problem with wide open borders endangering the people that I represent. None. And in my constituents are the ones left holding the bag, and the people in Texas are the ones left spending $12.5 billion, and my people are the ones who have six kids die from fentanyl poisoning in the school district that I represent. Yeah, it's not fun to smirk at that, is it, when we're talking about dead children from fentanyl poisoning because of wide open borders, because of the policies of my Democrat colleagues who refuse to do anything about it. Not a thing. Not a thing do my colleagues do about the wide open borders. And I will continue to speak to my colleagues because... This will be in order. The gentleman will address his comments to the chair. Well, Madam Speaker, I am addressing my comments to the chair. The House will be in order. I'm addressing 
the chair on behalf of the people that I represent who are dying in Texas because of Democrats. Directly because of Democrat policies. And they can shake their heads all they want. But the blood of the people in Texas are on their hands. That was Texas Congressman Chip Roy venting on the House floor about the Biden administration's deadly open border policies. Under Biden, the southern border has completely fallen apart. Texas has tried to take control of its border, but with every attempt, the Biden administration has successfully sued them. On Monday, the Supreme Court, the one that's supposed to have enough sensible people to stop this kind of madness, sided with the Biden administration and said the government could indeed remove concertina wire that was put up to stop the migrant invasion. Well, it looks like Texas has had enough. After the Supreme's ruling, the Lone Star State went ahead and doubled down on their position. They brought in more concertina wire and even added metal containers. Governor Greg Abbott said Texas is done bowing to the demands of a lawless Biden administration. Yesterday, he issued a statement. President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue them for taking action to secure the border. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas's border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Article 4, which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 10, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. For these reasons, this is what Abbott wrote, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Clause 3 to invoke Texas' constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Now, the standoff has drawn the support of millions of Americans, including a trucker convoy that is preparing to head to several locations along the U.S.-Mexico border next week. But it's also drawing opposition and apparent calls for the Biden administration to use force. Texas Congressman Joaquin Castro is calling for the Biden administration to take federal control of the Texas National Guard. All right, Steve, things are getting dicey down there, man. Interesting times. And, you know, this is probably, well, this, this is an unexampled in American history. It is not unexampled in world history. I think we mentioned in an earlier show talking about this, how the Roman Emperor Valens, actually technically the Eastern Roman Emperor Valens, invited the Gothic hordes who are petitioning him to cross the Danube to enter and settle en masse in, in, in his domains, ostensibly to escape the encroaching menace of the Huns coming in from, from the east. And, and, and the accounts of this, particularly the account Ammianus Marcellinus, sort of implies that Valens did it because he had no choice. It's not clear what the political motives were, but of course the result was disastrous because in a few short years, that same Gothic horde 
under the you know coalesced under leadership, rose up against Roman authority, defeated the Roman legion uh, you know armies at a battle called Hadrianople. The emperor himself, Valens, perhaps uh, appropriately enough, died in that battle, and then of course went on to ravage the Western Roman Empire as well, and 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 the rest, as we say, is history. Uh, obviously, there are many differences between that circumstance and this. My point being is that it is not unheard of for unscrupulous leaders to invite in masses of foreign immigrants in attempts to, you know, for, for a variety of reasons, reconfigure the political realities that are, you know, might be ad- adverse to them. And, and so that's what, that's what Biden yeah. is clearly doing. That's what the Democrats are clearly doing. I thought that the, you know, the video of Chip Roy was, was very telling. The Democrats have, are absolutely deaf to any arguments against. They, they, first of all, they all know why this is being done. They're careful to deny it most of the time yeah. when pressed. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. This isn't being done deliberately. You know, we're not. We would never do such a thing. Yeah. Of course, they are. We know. Except for all the video that exists of them sure, saying they want sure, a demographic sure. change. But they, they've kind of they kind of clamped down that they they stick to their, their their talking points. And chief among them is whenever anyone levels these kinds of accusations, as Roy did. Well, you jeer, you laugh, you shout them. Try to shout them down as they tried to do in the sacrosanct confines of the house. I mean, it's starting to look a little bit more like the British Parliament, frankly, yeah. where this kind of this kind of face-to-face direct accusation is 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 more countenanced. We I, ha- but I have know. an issue with one of the things that, or it seems like the main premise of Roy's statement there, and he laid the blame solely on Democrats. But how many times has the House caved in uh, to the Democrats when they could have said? Nothing is getting funded until the border is secure. Well, the Republicans gave the Democrats, Repu- right? Yes, mm-hmm. the Republicans. So it's yep. not just, the. I mean, do you agree that it's not just the Democrats, if, if for no other reason than the fact that the Republicans have been so spineless? Well, obviously, the Republicans are, uh, some com- Republicans are complicit in it, as they are complicit in many other things. You know, the national debt and lots of other things, to the extent that they refuse to hold the line Refuse ultimately swap the election uh, uh, interference, like mm-hmm. we just played. Well, sure, the- they, they, they ref- sure, but but it's also very clear that it is the Democratic Party, not to sound like a mindless partisan, but it is true that it is the Democrats that have been pushing this aggressively and actually shamelessly. I mean, at least the, the last time they did this, it was a little more subtle. The borders were were poorly policed, and they simply took advantage of the situation to mm-hmm. kind of use it over a couple of generations to change. Uh, the demographics of the state of California, which yes. is why California's gone from a red state to a blue state they over the last 30, yeah. 40 years. Yeah, right, right. And of course, in the midst of that was the big amnesty bill passed under under Ronald Reagan yeah. that, that that cemented the whole thing. So they're already talking about amnesty. Yeah, and they're expecting to do the same thing again. But this time around, they're actively engaging in policies, you, you know, in, in, in what they, you know, in um, dog whistles to all of the people out there around the world that they want saying, come on, come on, come on, you can go, we'll let you in. As long as we're in power, we'll make sure that you get in unhindered as long as you, yeah. wink, wink, you know, support, come to support us in the future. And all these people that are pouring across the border understand very well yeah. the political dynamics of what's going on. They, the word is out. They understand apparently there's even an app to help them. And they take advantage of our of our sincerity and our goodness because they play the card that, oh, they're drowning because they can't get in. That's insane. Thanks, Steve. Next up, Chinese nationals told a piano player in Britain to stop recording in a public space in what seems like a classic CCP-style intimidation event. Imprisonment, forced labor, permanent separation from my family, perhaps death. 
I knew what could happen to people who were caught trying to defect. But the watchtowers stood yards away. The possibility of a new life in a different world, one without tyranny, was within sight. The West. I thought of the rewards no longer crushed under the boot of communism. I would work and make money, no longer restrained by the chains of collectivism. I would say what I wanted, without fear of spies and informants nearby. I would be free. The frozen rain and Romanian mud sipped through my gloves and cloths. I fantasized about the fire burning in the wood stove of my parents' home. But I pushed those thoughts from my mind, closed my eyes, and waited for the cover of the darkness. Get Defector, a true story of tyranny, liberty, and purpose by Mark Hobavkovich with Paul Dragu, a thrilling page-turner that will remind you how precious yet vulnerable freedom is. Available at shopjbs.org or Amazon. For a limited time, get 20% off your entire order using promo code DEFECTOR20 when you purchase DEFECTOR at shopjbs.org. For more news and in-depth analysis from the New American Magazine, the kind that you will not get anywhere else, make sure you have a subscription to our twice-monthly print edition of the magazine. No other magazine has been as accurate and for as long about where policy and culture were heading than the New American. You can subscribe online at thenewamerican.com. Just hit the magazine tab on top, and then on the drop-down, hit the subscribe button. Or, if you prefer, you can call for a subscription. Call 1-800-727-8783, Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 Central Time. That's 800-727-8783. Whoever thought that playing the piano in public could turn into an international incident? British pianist Brandon Cavanaugh has a YouTube channel with 2.2 million subscribers, who like boogie-woogie music in public places like train stations and airports. Kavanaugh's easygoing personality and frequent invitations to onlookers have made him popular. But several days ago, he was drawn into an international controversy after a group of Chinese who had been filming a video of their own in the background suddenly and aggressively confronted Kavanaugh while he was live-streaming at London's St. Pancras train station. Did you film us all of us in your cameras? Are um, you gonna use are we, are we, uh, I don't know. Are we allowed? No, no. We're, we're not allowed. You're not allowed. Because, because we're for Chinese TV. Oh, okay. This is non disclosable. It's not disco. Yeah, no, no disclosable. It's, it's not disco. It's, it's not disclosable. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, did you film them? So, oh, um, so how come seven? It's the only issue it's I've got. It's just not us, please. Just not us. No, but please. what I'm saying is there's other yeah. people filming you as well. Oh, no, no, no. It, it's just just make sure that we are very, very secure in the reason that we don't want our voice or picture being filmed. Okay. And then, yeah, that's just the relationship between you and me. You can use it as well, yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yes, and right. anyone can film because yeah. we, in the UK, it's a free country. That, and anyone, but, anyone but can we film. have images, right? We have not images. in public. In no, China, no, no, no. but we're, in, no. we're not no, in China. No, 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 I have my choice. I'm, I don't no, want my... No, but we are in Britain, Great Britain. We're not in I, China. I say I'm also British. This I'm also British, okay? I'm also British. You're... I'm also British, but I don't want well, you to use a, my email. You've got a Chinese flag there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Show me the Chinese matter. flag. Why are you touching her? I'm Stop not. touching her! Don't touch her, please. Touch do her. not touch her. Please, you are not the same age. Please do not touch her. Well, don't I'm, touch her. Please don't touch her.
The Chinese continued to pester the man with nonsense about his needing to stop recording until police eventually arrived. One of the officers took the Chinese aside and also confronted Mr. Kavanaugh. The police demanded that he stop filming their conversation and told him he couldn't ask people if they were from communist China. This is going on your YouTube channel. But I need to speak to you without this being on your YouTube channel. Well, what please, about what? Is it proper in a public space? Listen, can I just have a conversation sure. with you, please? Without your friend video. No, because for, because the camera never lies. Listen, I've got my camera on. Okay, and so we're I've just got my camera on. Let's have a conversation then. This is going on your YouTube channel and I don't want it to go on your YouTube channel. Well, don't channel. talk to me then, Kerry. Listen, listen. She's at Kerry, we're in Britain, right. we're in a public space, we've got a free country. The first of the matter is, I'm making communist comments at the No, I said, you're waving a communist flag. That's all I said. And the hands were meant to be going towards her, were you trying to touch her in that I was not trying to touch her, that's why I have a camera. Alright, okay. That's why I have a camera. Kavanaugh politely stood his ground throughout the incident, and the police and the Chinese eventually left. But the saga didn't end there. Chinese who claimed they had a non-disclosure agreement, a Chinese media-related legal document, began circulating edited versions of the event on Chinese social media. They claimed that Kavanaugh had physically assaulted them and insulted them with racist language. They're now trying to get the CCP-friendly YouTube to take down the video, and according to Kavanaugh, they may actually succeed. In the meantime, Kavanaugh's video of the incident has racked up millions of views, including many from overseas Chinese who recognize the bullying tactics of the Chinese communists and approve of his standing up to them. Kavanaugh has begun appearing on talk shows, including Piers Morgan, as the incident has mushroomed into a worldwide sensation. As for the Chinese in the incident, most of them have been identified as likely CCP plants, including individuals with close ties to the notorious Confucius Institute. All right, Steve, this, I think, perfectly illustrates totalitarianism and the stooges who push it. You're minding your own business. You're doing life. You just want to do what you do. And then they impose in your life. They impose their presence in your life. And then they impose their rules and they demand that you acquiesce to their stupid rules. Yeah. And I mean, this is the, the, this guy, I, I've actually, I'm not a particular fan of Boogie Woogie, but I've watched his channel occasionally it's because he, he's that. a charming guy, yeah, yeah. This Dr. K, as he likes to style himself. He's a very good pianist. He sometimes even, you know, plays classical stuff and everything without reading music. He's, he's just right off the top of his head. He's a very talented fellow. He likes to perform public. He likes to invite passersby yeah. who might know a little bit. He's piano. quite witty, too. He's, yeah, but, he, but he's very chill. You know, he's not confrontational. He's not a political creature like we are. He, he just wants to do his piano playing thing, mm -hmm. you know? And in the, in the process, he's, you know, he's been on YouTube for like 12 years or something like that. And he's amassed more than 2 million subscribers. He's a popular guy. People see him in the public, in public in London, and, and they know who he is. So he's something of a public figure. The piano that he that he was playing here at at, at St. Pancras Station was apparently donated by Elton John himself. So wow. apparently they've tried to contact Elton John. He weighed in on it. They they did cordon off the piano for several days, but now apparently it's been uncordoned, and presumably he will make a triumphal return appearance today or tomorrow to show that as he contends in this video, in part that we didn't air, that free that freedom and democracy or free speech, whatever, wins. Unfortunately, like so many Westerners, he did not fully understand the nature. He, he did correctly identify them as being Chinese communists. Um, I mean, the, the red garb, but also this sort of haughty demeanor is, is very typical of the, priv the, the, the privileged set in China who have those party ties. 
It's not an easy thing, actually, to become a member of the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. Um, you have to study and you have to, you have to pay heavy party dues. You have to prove your loyalty and commitment to the ideology and so forth. And as it turns out, a bunch of you know, overseas Chinese netizens were able to identify all these characters. The man that did all the shouting, his name is uh, Newton Lung. He's lived in London for quite some time. He has ties to the Confucius Institutes and other things. I think he works for a financial company or, or something like that. And the rest of them have similar type, uh -huh. type dossiers. The, the, the lady that was kind of at the center of the whole thing, the shorter woman that was standing there. That he the nice gentle one who started it No, all? the one whose flag he allegedly touched. Oh, okay. um, apparently, the red one. Yeah, she seems to be. She seems to be involved. She, she has a lot of um, uh, has has met with a lot of. I forget her name, but she's met with a lot of high profile people, politicians, and so forth. So she may be sort of like one of the you know like the the, the Chinese operative that um, that that seduced um, the American congressman Swalwell Swalwell a few years ago. One of those. It's not clear. Mm. These are all just allegations that are swirling around. Yeah, the, yeah. You know the Chinese, the, the ethnic Chinese who live in you know, abroad, particularly the Hong Kongers, they understand how these guys work. Yeah. Now, another thing that's, that's involved here is the so-called face culture. And when that initial video ended, I remember watching it and thinking, uh-huh, this poor guy doesn't know what he's in for because they will never let this go. Because in Chinese culture, if you lose face, you never, ever, ever let it go until you get satisfaction. Okay. So for example, if a foreigner, I've known of foreigners in China that literally get set upon by groups of Chinese that hate foreigners and they end up, you know, beating them up. There's a football player a few years ago in China who got attacked by four or five guys in a bar. I think he, I think he was you black. a soccer player, right? No, an American football player. Oh, wow. He was in China teaching. There is actually a growing interest in American football in China, believe it or not. Anyway, he got into this fight. It was like six against one. He laid out all six of them. And guess who ended up going to jail for several years and having to pay, you know, enormous fines to the families of the guys that he that he that had, that had attacked him? It was the American. So this is typical. Why? Because their face needed to be saved. And so this this whole concept is 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 amplified and exploited by the Chinese Communist Party. That's why these people sought, to, you know, when they had the opportunity. I mean, they they came up to him. They made the scene. They escalated. It's clear in the videos. And now they're trying to use every legal means, and also, um, obviously, in the public media, are are trying to 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 thoroughly you know, discredit this guy, ruin his life. That's what they do. That's mm. their modus operandi. But if that doesn't work, then they, they, it was a tactical miscalculation because they brought attention. They brought more fans to him and they brought attention to their tactics, it seems like. They did. But of course, as you saw, both the female police officer and of course, and YouTube is openly sympathetic with the CCP. So we'll see how we'll far see he how gets with this. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the New American Daily. Make sure to go to thenewamerican.com for more truth behind the news and join us again tomorrow.